Hello, WizKids. Another summer edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Jeremy Hyman and Zach Rosen. And joining us is uh, Jason Smith, the, the dad of a new baby, Carter. Congratulations. That's the first thing you want to say is congratulations to you. Thank How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you. I am a little sleep deprived right now, but it's good to uh, be back here in D.C. for the time being. Get a couple workouts in and then head back and see the family this weekend. So you're getting workouts in. Uh, what does it consist of? Last time that we talked to you, we know you said you wanted to stretch your game. How many threes are you shooting a day? I feel like that's basically my workout these days. <laughs> the uh, the mid-ranges are kind of been thrown out, thrown out the window, but now uh, working on the threes, working on pick-and-pop threes, kind of really just extending that range and getting more comfortable um, moving into shots. Uh, it's it's a process for sure, and, and I'm really working hard at it um, over the summer. Our, our off-season kind of got shortened this year, and I'm not complaining about that one bit, but it, uh, it doesn't allow you to get that off-season workout that you're, work that you're used to. But I'm, I'm getting used to a new off-season. I'm hoping that I have an even shorter off-season. Yeah, yeah, season. yeah. But you're not getting rid of the mid-range, right? No, I'm not getting oh, – no way. <laughs> that's, that's my bread and butter. I'm just adding two that mid-range yeah the mid-range is like riding the bike it's all you know you yes. never forget the mid-range yeah. jay that's yeah. that's what's always there um we talked with you i think at the when this season ended a few months ago about how different this off season was going to be from your last summer where you were a free agent and how and so now we're a couple of months later what has the what's been the biggest difference besides the biggest change in having another baby you know it's actually been a lot uh a lot more stress-free uh, just because I don't have to worry about free agency of going to a new team or being re-signed or anything like that. I, I knew where I was going to be this year. I was going to be a Washington Wizard. Um, obviously, having a second child, that was our main focus and main concern. My wife and I just basically went back to, to Jersey. and we Moorestown. Moorestown, New Jersey, yes. <laughs> and we went to uh, get everything situated for the baby room. And then it was just kind of a waiting game, whether he was going to show his face sooner rather than later. <laughs> Um, but we had a happy, healthy boy, Carter Jack Smith. Um, he's doing great. All he does is eat, sleep, poop right now. So <laughs> That's he's good. doing good. Living the life. That's good. Is it, is it easier the second time around? I think it is, uh, just because you know what to expect. With the first child, you don't really know how things go, yeah. diaper changes, eating yeah. schedules, formula, breast milk, yeah. stuff like that. This yeah. time around, it's like, all right, or we already have one kid running around. We, mm -hmm. you yeah. take you take her. I'll take him, cause I can't really do much for, baby. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I would love to give him formula and everything, <laughs> but we're we're going through the the breast milk route. So it's it's been a challenge here and there, but for the most part, we're doing really well. Good to hear. Very good to hear. Jason, I know a lot has happened this off season for this team too. Otto resign was a big move for the team. John just locked in for the foreseeable future. Um, what what have you made of it now that you're like you know where you're, you were going to go this summer? This team was clear like what the team was doing was huge for you too. So what does that say about this team moving forward? You know, you say that we had big changes, but we didn't have changes at all. I, I'm liking the fact that we kept our core guys. We kept Otto. I was really scared when they they gave him the offer sheet out in Sacramento. I was really scared, but Ernie came through, the front office came through, Ted came through and uh, matched that offer and, and brought him back. He's a, he's a real key role to our team, um, great player. But then 
on the opposite end of the spectrum, I mean, we have John Wall. That is our pillar of our team. Uh, he is so important and so it, it's so important for us to get him back and get him locked in for the foreseeable future, like you said. And he's a great teammate. He's an even better on the court and off the court worker. I mean, he puts in his work. He does, he's not one of those type to just rely on his athletic ability. He goes out there and works on his game every day. And he's done it this offseason. I mean, you can go check out his Instagram. You can check out any social media. <laughs> yeah. He's going out there and killing it every day. Jacob's right. not here to talk about it, but he said that the next Max contract is going to be signed. We're signing Jason Smith. Sure. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We're I'm, handing I'm, out I'm, Max's. I'm just a little piece. <laughs> We're uh, still a Max person, though. So. Yes, yes. Thank the you. Max teammate. The Max teammate. Thank, we, you, uh, thank you. Yeah, but we we, had to, we talked. John mentioned we had him on the pod the other day, and just talking about unfinished business is something that he's talked about coming into next year. Is that? Do you feel like when you guys? It is going to be pretty much the same group, and everyone coming back. Do you feel like from Game Seven in Boston, you guys now have you know you're ready to take that next step this upcoming year? I believe so. I think John is, is not far off in saying that we have a championship caliber team. Uh, we have all the pieces back from last year. We, we don't have eight new guys coming into the rotation. So it's, yeah. it's going to be a lot quicker transition of going from off season to training camp to preseason to regular season. So hopefully we have that seamless fluidity that we had last year, moving the ball, continuing to push the pace with our, our athletic guards and really not losing a step from what we had and, and we can build on it um, have a great start but also it, it's not where you start because we proved that last year we we started right. terrible last year but we came out we stuck with it through the min, uh, middle of the season and then towards the end we made a push towards playoffs and we couldn't ask for any more going against the number one seed taking them to a game seven yep. at their place yep. one of the hardest places to play in sports Mm -hmm. regardless of basketball yep but i think that we're right there and we're ready to take that next that next step what did you think of the landscape of the nba do you really Man, follow the free agency and all of that like stuff like crazy <laughs> these guys are going which way every way I, that's one of those things as a a player that's played 10 years in the nba is you really can't focus on last season who was on what team last season you really got to make sure when you're playing in the preseason or before the you you play a game it's man i didn't i forgot he i forgot he signed with this team yeah, so yeah. it's it's mm -hmm. like you got to figure out who's on what team now and i've kind of followed it throughout the the off season trades and the draft and and it's so so crazy that if you don't pay attention you could be like man i i forgot he's on this team so yeah. you, you go to that city that night and you're like man oh yeah i forgot he's on this team I, I. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things you just you go out there and play the game Regardless of who's on the team, I know that we have our team, and that's all we're worried about. That's that's exactly right, and that's how we we do the same thing when we're going through the rosters and then play a team for the first time. We're like, oh yeah, I forgot they got this guy last year too. Um, but that's what's so exciting, I think, about this Wizards team is that it's going to be you know your same starting five is back again. You got these you know a couple new bench guys, but. You know, you and Kelly are going to be there off the bench again, and um, Sheldon's going to be working to. You know, he's been training with John and coming, coming along. That's that's exciting to see. But I think for us, that's a that's an exciting thing. I think we've heard that from the fans, and we've talked about the continuity that we're going to have coming back. So 
I just think that that's sort of the one of the big talking points going into this training camp is going to be the Wizards bringing that same team back that won 49 games and now is ready to take another step and go to the conference finals and then hopefully go from there. And I think that's a big step for us because as an organization, we're, we're all in. Um, we've, we've put a lot of money into our core group of guys. I think that that goes to a testament of we're not looking for free agent, big time free agents out there. We're looking to, to build and, and, and grow the talent of the guys that we already have. So we're really looking forward to the future of the young guys on this team. Yep. Uh, and I have no concern about that whatsoever. If we didn't have a good coaching staff, I would be concerned. But with our coaching staff, our player development people, our video coordinators, I mean, everybody puts in so much work in this organization. It's, it's really a testament to how good Washington Wizards are and are going to be in the foreseeable future. So I, I'm really excited to be here. I'm really excited to get this upcoming season started. Um, I know, I think the season, I think the schedule just came out today. I haven't had a chance to look at it, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to comb through it and, and yep. make sure everything is, is good. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yep. A couple scheduled drafts are floating out there. We don't want to release anything yet, <laughs> but, but it will, it will be announced. The maybe sources next are talking. Week. Next week, it officially will probably come out. So I know all the fans that like to make those plans for their for their winter. Fall, we'll pot about that too. But um, yeah. when you, when the schedule comes out, do you look at the dates, like make plans to meet with friends and family? If you're like, "Yo, I'm gonna be in LA on this well, day, and Utah this day, Denver yes. this day." Yes, very much so. It's more that Denver trip. I'm from Colorado, so yeah. I, I like to plan to make sure that I can see family because being on the East Coast or the Eastern Conference. I only get to go see Denver once a yeah. year, so mm-hmm. I really got to make sure that I. <laughs> you hope it's not a back to back, right? Yes. A Denver Utah back to back or something. <laughs> so I got to make sure that it's planned out just right. Um, for the most part, though, I think this season will be different than any other, just because we're kind of starting a little bit earlier for the regular season, and we're kind of yep. elongating that to get rid of the back to backs and yeah. get rid of that five and seven mm-hmm, stigma mm-hmm. on the NBA. And I think that's going to be great for the NBA. Um, really looking forward to maybe a, a holiday game that we play either like a easter or a christmas or something like that that would be great to have the wizards back on a national yep. tv scale like that yep um yep we would love other to see than that. that it's it's one of those things you look at the schedule you you kind of figure out what are going to be your good schedules you, what are going to be your your long road trips um to figure out when your west coast road trip is to really kind of prepare yourself mentally because being away from family, friends at home, or especially for me with, with two kids now, my wife at home, um, that's tough going on those long road trips. So you really got to prepare yourself mentally for that stuff. So, Can you take us behind the scenes of how, a, not just how a schedule is put together, what, how the players' involvement, but having the longer season? How did the NBA come to the Players Association to say, hey, can we start the season a little earlier? How does that negotiation go? You know, I think it was actually the Players Association going to the NBA. Okay. Um, just making sure that watching out for the players' best interest because ha- having a shortened season is not really good for anybody because you have a lot of back-to-backs. You have a lot of five games and seven nights, and that's, that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard for guys playing 15 to 20 minutes like myself let alone John Wall, Bradley Beal, Otto Porter, 
Keith Morris. I mean, that's playing 35 plus 35, 40 minutes mm-hmm. in five days, five hours of seven days. That's really, really hard on your body. And then that's not just the end of it. You have to keep on going through that 82 game season. It, it gets rough. And that's where you see a lot of injuries. Guys get tired. So the Players Association really wanted to try and reach out to the NBA. And, and with the new collective bargaining agreement, they, they came to an agreement of elongating that season. And if you think back a couple of years ago, you had All-Star break, which was All-Star weekend. Mm-hmm. Now they've elongated that to All-Star yeah. week. Yeah. Yep. So it's, it's only allowing guys to have more rest. And the thought behind that is to get the best out of those star players to get them fresh and, and rested and everything. So hopefully you don't see that Popovich resting his guys <laughs> on certain nights or yeah. Cleveland resting <laughs> yes, their guys yeah. on certain nights. You try to eliminate that as much as possible by elongating that season, allowing more rest days in between games. So that's kind of the thought process behind it. And it makes total sense because that's it works for everyone. It's both sides. No mm-hmm. one, Everyone wants to see the best players the most amount of times, and yeah. that's the best way to do it. So it's, it's like – to me, it was a no-brainer, and it's it's going to be it's also great for us the traveling media to have yeah. some you know yeah, not a as more many time not as, well not as many back-to-backs. That's yeah. that's tough on on us uh, you know trying to keep keep the website and social media <laughs> stuff fired uh, fired off. That's on who the they road really did too. it for? Yeah, so maybe we we were really watching out <laughs> for your guys. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate that. But uh, I know so the Jeremy Hyman rule. It's tough. Oh. It's tough when you're at a computer for two or three hours, right? And watch out for that carpal tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for looking out. But maybe we need a media's, uh, you know, like a players association, but <laughs> a, a media, media social media association for uh, to make some wrecks as well. But I love I love the news. What the new schedule is going to look like, and what Jason talked about. I think it's completely right on. And it's uh, it's a win-win. I think for for a win-win-win, if you you know players, mm-hmm. the uh, management, you know coaches, I think fans, media, everyone's gonna win. I think for yeah. this new schedule. So speaking of media, you went to broadcaster you, so to speak, at Syracuse. Yes. Uh, well, not at Syracuse. This was my second time. Second time. Excuse me. First time was at Syracuse. That was. That was Great five, school. six years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Great, Great broadcasting program. Great they put school. me through the ringer there the first time around. I had a, a very healthy respect for what the broadcasters do, that's for sure. Yeah. Then the second time around, they kind of give you a graduate's program opportunity. It was uh, down in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. We went for the top at 100 UVA. high school camp at UVA. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they just do a lot of pickup games. They have... It's really not even a, a top 100 camp. It's an NBA Players Association. You have a coaching clinic. You've got refs being ref or coached by NBA refs. You've got front office people. They have a program for NBA players who want to be in the front office. So it's, it's a lot of parts moving in that camp. And another one of those things was the broadcasting program. Yeah. Had an opportunity to go down there. Uh, it was a lot different doing live action rather than studio action. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was good, and I kind of knew what I was getting myself into, and it was very boom, 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 one thing after another, and it was kind of hectic because it wasn't normal. All right, we have 30 minutes to warm up before a game. It was like, okay, they're going to warm up for two and a half minutes. You're going to do yeah. the intro. You're going to do this. <laughs> you're going to get behind the desk, and then we're going to go, and then we're going to shoot this, and we're going to come in from commercial. I was just like, okay, <laughs> this is a little bit controlled chaos, but yeah. I, I really had a fun time with it. Uh, learned a lot of things, and 
as the days went on, it was a little, it was a lot of long days because the camp went from, I think it was like 8:30 in the morning or 9:30 in the morning, and then it didn't get done till like 9 9:30 at night. Yeah. So it was long, long days. But overall, I, I took a lot from it. I learned a lot from it, and I had a lot of fun with it. That's great, and that's you know that's that's almost a real life example of those media guys that go through those games those are long days and just like you talk about with you guys you know fans may only see you on the court for a couple hours they don't realize what it takes in the morning the sort of the whole day's worth of mm-hmm. preparation same thing for these shoot around treatment all oh, these guys man. get yes. to the arena so long before a game and they set up and the meet you know the pre-production meetings everything that goes on it's it's a full day's work for a you know for a two hour two and a half hour game that was the thing that i really learned the most was all the prep work that goes into yeah. all these games and you have one game you might have prep work of some guys do 10 15 pages of prep work yeah, yeah. knowing that they're not going to yeah. get all that on air but yeah. they'll be prepared and they they feel comfortable where they can kind of let their personality come out rather than oh trying to find this stat and, and fumbling yeah. their words and that was the biggest thing for me was Listening to somebody in my ear trying to tell me what to say while still <laughs> talking and trying to form educated sentences while giving my expertise about what's going on. The floor. I was like, oh, my gosh. And and listening to our broadcasts, it's like, man, these guys make it look easy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, do they make it look easy. And it, I really had an appreciation the first time I did it in Syracuse, but actually going through live action where it was just so chaotic. I was like, holy cow, I can't imagine what it's like at another. And yeah. this was high school. This wasn't yeah. a college yeah. game where you have <laughs> the dookie crazies going nuts behind yeah, you. Yeah. You can't hear yourself think. Yeah. This was a high school camp where you had literally maybe just their parents watching, and <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and it was just, oh. It was, it was a lot of fun, though. I had, I had a great time with it. Maybe in your future you could do some stuff for Monumental Sports Network. Off to oh, the side here, we that. have Yannick, our Maybe. esteemed producer, who's <laughs> going to be doing some high school football and basketball. So Yeah, we're big, we're big in the high school game. Yeah. Get them on lacrosse. <laughs> yeah, yep. lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. You have to tell me about the expertise on that one. Yep. I don't know anything about lacrosse. And so when you think about when your basketball career is over, is that a direction you're definitely going to go, or you just wanted the opportunity to see what it's like? Mm, I like that direction, and I, I like to keep that door open. Mm-hmm. Whether I pursue that, now that's another question because there's a lot of prep work that seems like a very stressful lifestyle of trying to figure out team to team traveling being away from your family i think my biggest thing is that when i retire i want to i kind of want to be dad for a while Mm -hmm. i want to be around the family because right now with traveling so much you kind of miss those moments when they're growing up and granted i'm not complaining one bit about my job not one bit, mm-hmm. but the sacrifices that you give up are kind of the little intricate details of, of family life. And so I kind of want to do that. But then while I'm playing, I'm keeping those doors open to make sure that I have opportunities if I choose to pursue. Yeah. Them, so. Or you can always just continue to do the podcast with us. Hey. You can do that. You can have Carter yeah. on one lap, Ella on the other, hey. and just keep talking. Hey. Just keep talking. Daddy, daddy. <laughs> You're being too loud. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> So let's let's go to uh, back to Carter a little bit. Um, you say you're not getting much sleep, but now you are because now you're you're here while your family's in New Jersey. Yes, yes. My family, my wife, and the two kids decided to stay back. They wanted to make sure 
I didn't want to bring him down for four days yeah. to work out, and we don't have a full-time nanny yet, so it's it would be a lot of stress on my wife because she doesn't have a schedule of when she's sleeping because mm-hmm. Carter wakes up whenever he wants to. He's usually <laughs> asleep during the day and wakes up at night just wide awake. So, wow, he's he's on his own schedule right now. So I've kind of been taking care of Ella. Um, so it, it literally, I try and sleep during the night. She takes care of Carter because I can't honestly I can't breastfeed or anything like that. So that's not my job. Yeah. So I can't help. The one thing you can't come off the bench and do. (laughs) The ultimate teammate until it comes to breastfeeding. (laughs) (laughs) So she takes care of Carter in that aspect. And then I take care of Ella when she wakes up and get her fed and get her dressed and and, uh, play with her during the day to kind of keep her occupied because mom is just exhausted when she wakes up. And rightfully so. She's she's doing a great job. Um, And it's it's a challenge with two kids, but you make it work. Yeah. So, as my, my wife is pregnant, we're due in February. Congrats again, Congrats. Yes, thank you. Congrats. And Jamelka. for the second one, they said a delivery is faster. So, she's worried about possibly us having, me having to deliver the baby in like a cab or something. Oh, were you ever worried about that or you did know, you? I wasn't worried about that. The, the doctor and the way my wife's body is, she never had a natural birth. She had a C-section the first time and then she had a C-section the second time. So oh, okay, okay. Mine was like all right, we're scheduled to go in on this day at this time, and we're going to get the baby out of there. He's going to be happy, healthy, and then you go home in a couple days. Yep. So yeah. it wasn't like, yeah. oh, my gosh, we need to find the bed. <laughs> oh, God, get to the car. What okay. are you doing? Yeah. Don't okay. get that. So okay. it, was, it wasn't crazy and hectic like that. It was very relaxed and mellow, like, all right, we're going to go to the hospital. The time is 830. We're going to have the baby at 9 o'clock. And you can schedule all your family members to come oh, yeah. in and be a part oh, yeah. and celebrate after oh, yeah. the baby. Now, if you have born. that unplanned, like, oh, my gosh, honey, my water just broke. Yeah, that's what I, that's that's what <laughs> when you got to worry. That's the yeah. thing you got to be kind of on your toes for. So we I, didn't have that. Hopefully, Jamoke won't be recording a podcast when it happens. <laughs> yeah, don't be, do that. don't be doing that. That would, I feel like you'd be resourceful, though, Jamoke. You think you'd be good in that situation. I hope Just so. That's what I was going to ask you if you think you could do it. Like I was, I was actually Ooh. thinking about if I think I could deliver a baby. That would be tough because that's that's a whole nother world. You're <laughs> right there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's dangerous. But um, is there any anything else? We have um, any summer movies? Have you? Yeah, that's what that's what I wanted to get into. Do you see Dunkirk? No, I have not seen Dunkirk. Whoa! Yet. I, that's see one it in IMAX. That's, see that it in IMAX. My, yeah, that's that's one of my. To do's this summer, um, have not seen that. I've been on a movie lull lately, just because yeah. I've been prepping for second baby. Yeah, that's so what I thought. Our, our movie, I think the the latest movie that I've seen, a I kids had, movie with Ella or something. You know it. <laughs> you know Frozen it. Frozen on repeat. I had, oh man, Frozen has been on. <laughs> we had to increase our repertoire because Frozen was getting a little annoying to mind. <laughs> but we watched Beauty and the Beast. Oh, the okay. That was yeah. really good. Yep. It's 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 like really, the really highest good. grossing movie I think of the summer. Yeah, it yeah. was really really good, and it yep. kind of keeps your kids entertained. Uh, yep. I think the other one that we just recently that might be taking over that Frozen position, Moana. 
Oh, really? It's been gaining a lot of steam. Okay, really, really good. I saw my niece. My niece wanted to watch it. Yeah. So we watched it at my brother's house. Is that with the rock in that? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loves the rock. Yes. He is the hot character right now. Highest, highest paid actor in Hollywood. That's out of control. The rock is. But no, my movie game has been slacking a little bit. When the season starts and we start going on the road, that's typically my my area of expertise. But until the season starts... I'm on. Are you on Game of Thrones? Are you watching? Oh, I haven't to- watched the first episode yet. Don't be ruining anything for me. Now. Whoa! I usually don't like to watch it because I'm a binge watcher. I like to watch Game of Thrones. Like I wait for the whole season to come out, and I yeah, I want to see episode after episode after. Yes. Episode. If they make me wait a week, I'm not happy with it. Game of Thrones. But I, the problem I like it, that too. Yes, but, but with social media, oh yeah, you, you have I, I to just block like, yourself out for like 10, I, I see, 10 oh, weeks. Oh, Game of Thrones up to, oh, don't look at it. Don't look at it. Blop, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. <laughs> yes. That's exactly why I I can't, I like to do it the same way, Jason. Like I would love to wait till the season's over, watch it all in one sitting. Yeah. But because we, you know, we live in social media, I just can't avoid the spoilers. So I have to, that's why I have to watch it week by week. But if I had a choice, I would prefer it's the best way to do it. Team binge right here. (laughs) I love it. You get the full, full experience when you watch every episode in under a day. Yeah. You might might not have, you you haven't eaten all day, but (laughs) you haven't gone to the bathroom, but you've watched Game of Thrones and you had that episode down. So that, yeah, that's what's tough with that new Netflix. How quick it plays the next yeah, episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, very tough. But it, but having a kid, it works good for kids. Oh yeah. Like I put that Netflix on, and it just goes yeah. to season one, episode twelve, thirteen, forty. Well, if you would like to, I'm going to go see Atomic Blonde tonight. If you want to go see Blonde, that, that looks like a good movie. Eight too. o'clock, right here, at Gallery Place. <laughs> that looks like a great movie. She, I'm I'm uh, looking forward to it. I heard she did all her own stunts. Yeah, that yeah. that's crazy. That's uh, impressive for her, for sure. And yeah. I think she's going to be the female James Bond. That's what I'm, you know what, so. Darker version. (laughs) Well, that's interesting, too, because, like, if this could become a series, that's the same thing I've been hearing, especially they're also talking about who's going to be the next James Bond. Is going to be Idris Elba or whatever. But if Charlize Theron is all of a sudden, like, the female version and it does well. And they've been been advertising for that movie like crazy. I remember seeing it. that was like a couple months. That was while season was still going on. Yeah, that they were. Ads for that. And I was just like, man, this movie looks pretty good. And I yeah. keep on seeing it. Now that it's out, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I have to go check that <laughs> one out. <laughs> no one does more team movie nights than the Wizards on the road. No. We, we we the let's keep, on, we let's keep that keep, trend going. And we're on a good trend. We got shout out to Tap, our do you team, suggest movie, team movie uh, guy. Do you no, all pick see, Tap? Just pick some all? We don't get to have any selection whatsoever. It's basically whatever they want to have us see. Because we've had a wide variety of... So maybe you should change it. I mean, we would love to have a little selection. But then when you try and get 15 guys or 20 people, whoever, how many come to try and select one movie... Yeah, there's not gonna so be I won't say what like city or what movie it was, but I think Jeremy was there where there were mice <laughs> running along the seats. We went to a private Really? Scooter. Really? I don't remember you that. You don't remember and that? I, I've been at every movie. Night. But like we stayed in the movie because then it became a fun thing where it's like, oh, where are we going to see this? So like the movie at oh. Disney World where you, you the, it feels like the <laughs> that mice are talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. what it was. I Man, there's a mouse on the screen. I feel like one's crawling up my leg right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, 
I do not remember that. It is CJ Mokin feeding the mice popcorn. Because like all of a sudden we were like clustered in one part of theater and then you see the mice. Like one player was down the front and he's like, oh no, there are the mice, there are the mice. And then everybody swarmed to go try to see them down <laughs> oh, wow. there. Yeah, we weren't I'm even much, paying too, too attention to the movie at that point. We I think just, I might have missed that movie now. <laughs> I don't think you're going back there. It was some seasons back, but it was still fun. Oh. And shout out to Tap for giving us the movies. So what else do you have planned this summer? Are you going to be able to go to L.A. with the Wizards workout? I will. I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, that's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to get back and, and get around the You the can show off your whatnot. new game, your new range. Just trying to, you know, not not bragging or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> looking good out there. Still got the shot. <laughs> yes, yes. But, uh, no, I'm looking forward to going out to L.A., seeing all the guys. Um, I think last year was a great experience for us because we had a lot of new players on the team. I think it's going to be an even better experience yeah. this year because we're just kind of, mm, I don't know, Getting back together. Yeah. Getting everybody together. It's it's not going to be like, oh, hey, what's up? Your name is, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, hey, what's up? How was your summer? What what things did you do? Congratulations on the new contract. Auto. Yeah. It's going to be. And, and it's amazing because I feel like this team actually, in terms of the uh, playoff teams, has the most consistency, not just on the court, but in terms of the roster. I mean, Boston made some changes. Cleveland may be going through some bigger changes shortly. And Washington is yeah. steady as a rock. Um. You mentioned how beneficial that is to the team, but like, what else do you do to bond to get better? Are you gonna then go to a, have big dinners, go on the beach, stuff like that? Well, I mean, you can take it to that level, um, but I think as as long as we keep on doing what we've been doing, that's been working for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that with the the ever changing East landscape, it's it's going to be interesting for us to see if we can maintain what we did last year. Uh, I think that's what the expectations are, but I think that moving forward, we want to have just the basic, just keep it simple. We want to make sure that everybody's healthy on the team. We want to take care of all injuries, and the training staff did a great job of that last year, keeping mm-hmm. our main guys out there on the floor as much as possible. Uh, it's it's not, not, we really don't have to worry about what Cleveland's doing or what Boston's doing. We have to focus on our home front, and I think with this coaching staff, with these the front office with these players we're going to be in a good spot from the get-go yeah. i think that's what we're really looking forward to and i think that's the expectation level that our fans have for us we're looking forward to it too yep. really yeah. excited have you seen the new nike uh uniform no, i was just gonna ask you guys I, I glanced at them some of the teams are getting crazy uniforms we kind of stayed just about the same i think the yeah. only difference that i noticed yeah, it's going to be different because it's Nike and it's going to be a different material and whatnot. Yeah. But I really just kind of noticed from a color standpoint or, or design standpoint was, hmm, there's a Nike swoosh on there. Yeah. That's what I noticed. The numbers are a little different on the yeah. front. And that's about little it. little subtle changes yeah. here and there. But the colors overall yeah. kind of yeah. stayed the same. So the, cha- the number of championships on the collar, the color of yeah. that change, is more of a yeah. darker brown instead of the be, gold. I like the gold. Couple, there's a couple more coming down the pipeline. So we'll, yeah. we'll yeah. just yeah. tease that. those? When do those second half, uh, what is it, second half of the season, all-star break, they get new jer- two new jerseys or something uh, like that? Like two alternate well, jerseys. Yeah, there, there'll be one before the season and then one uh, halfway through. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll tease those for yeah. now. But we'll Yeah, it'll be interesting to yeah. see what they feel like and how the players like them. Yeah. There's no more... No more sleeve jerseys. Yeah, that's yeah, good no too. More sleeve. Yes. <laughs> Wait, yes. so you ha- you hated the sleeve jerseys? Rip them off like LeBron. Did. Damn the sleeve jerseys. But it's, okay, so but the thing is, like, you wear a sleeve shirt. Like, 
what what really restricted you did you feel like it didn't work especially because i would see basketball players especially georgetown that was a tradition forever they'd always wear a t-shirt under the jersey yeah when you have a t-shirt that's a little different really it's, okay it's it a makes it more roomy and you can have yeah. a little so bit it more was really a little tight, tight, moment yeah. it was a tight fit with the jersey jersey shirts oh man it was it was like you had a jersey from your chest and your back but on the shoulders they tried to have it like this mesh materials to have a little mm -hmm. bit of freedom of movement and yeah they had like this tight sleeve on your arm so it was like you had a just you felt like you had something on your arm so yeah. it was like it gotta get this off. Like, you roll your you roll your sleeve up or you cut the sleeve off or <laughs> yeah. you rip it off like lebron so yeah. it was a struggle for some players but i didn't you kind of you're like oh we're wearing the sleeve jerseys tonight. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yuppie. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> happy. I'm happy to see those. Luckily, those we gone. didn't do analytics on the stats oh, to see good. if the yep. players were. Let's not were. do that. <laughs> no. Let's not do that. Yeah. Well, they're gone now, so yeah. <laughs> that's it. we can celebrate yeah. that. And we really appreciate you joining us on the podcast. You had a career-high field goal percentage and three-point percentage of 53 and 47, respectively. Hopefully, we go up. Knock on high. wood. Yeah. Keep yeah. that right Looking where it forward is, to it. not higher. All Looking right. forward to it. Happy to be here, guys. Yeah. Anytime you guys want to talk. Yeah, thank up. you again. Yeah, I'm always Thanks, around. And yeah, we really appreciate you joining us, and congratulations again. And thank for you, Jeremy Hyman and Zach Rosen, ciao for now.